17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning drive. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, the NFL chick, co-host of Ravens Post Game Uncensored on 105.7 The Fan. And I'm with my guy, Cordell Woodland, co-host, host, excuse me, host extraordinaire of Shaking It Up Sports, as well as the Ravens reporter on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell, we know what happened. We talked about it already. We had a, a little, we had a nice lengthy conversation um, about the loss to the Browns and the fact that the Ravens really just abandoned the run for, for essentially no reason. Um, and so uh, on Monday, there was a press conference. Nobody was really sure what it was. You know, it was rumors were swirling around about what it could have potentially been. And then it was basically what many of us thought that it was, which was Harbaugh reiterating the thought that no one was getting fired and he was going to keep doing what he was doing uh, in the final weeks of the NFL season. Um, now, we know that uh, many fans and media have called out the Ravens, uh, particularly for not doing the things that they're good at, basically. So many people um, really wanted to see a change at play calling, which would have either meant Greg Roman would have been demoted or even fired. And yet Harbaugh has decided to ride this thing out. Um, to me, that is the definition of insanity. But what do I know? Right. Uh, and so here we are, uh, Ravens sticking with Greg Roman, and they're in a very viable spot in order to win, uh, get into the playoff hunt. But it does feel, you know, um, what is it? melancholy maybe is the word that I'm looking for. I don't feel like people are optimistic about going to the playoffs uh, because the Ravens simply don't want to do the things that they're good at. So when you saw the press conference, when you went there, because you were actually there in Owings Mills and you heard Harbaugh's words, I mean, I, I think you and I both admitted that we didn't think that anything would happen. But are, were you really yeah. surprised? And how do you feel about this non-decision? Um, like you said, neither of us are surprised that Harbs isn't letting Roman go. And that, that wasn't even the question I asked, right? I, I didn't ask whether he was thinking about firing Roman. I wasn't even going to take it to that point, but I simply wanted to know if it's even been entertained with the idea that they would change Roman's role, that they would change play callers. At least you keep Roman there. And then maybe a guy like T Martin or somebody starts calling plays. Um, but I mean, I'm not surprised to see Harbs defend uh, Roman. He's going to defend his guys. Uh, but I, I mean, this notion that it hasn't at least crossed his mind, it that I don't buy that for a second. I mean, you, you how can you watch this offense and say to yourself that nothing needs to change? I mean, just Saturday night's game alone will tell you that. But you look at this team over the course of the season, whether Lamar's there or not, whether Rashad Bateman's there or not, whether Mark Andrews was healthy or not, it doesn't matter. Uh, this offense has been bland pretty much all season after the month of September. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, when they have their moments to where they can't run the ball, and then when they 
can run the ball. They don't want to run the ball. They want to throw the ball all over the field, and that's clearly not their forte. They don't have the outside weapons. Um, and you watch some of these guys out there, some of their body language is, is, is not there. The execution isn't there. Um, and we heard Harbs in this press conference on Monday talk about how roles on the, as far as player roles have changed and personnel on the field has changed. So that's why I, I was like, well, if you're looking, because he continues to talk about how he's looking at every aspect of this offense and how they can improve it. So, okay, if you're looking at the players and how you can improve on the field as far as your personnel and as far as who's going to get how much playing time and when, you, I would imagine that you would need to also evaluate your coaching staff as well and see if any if anybody needs to be changed, if, if anybody's role needs to be changed in that department, um, if maybe you need to take something off somebody's plate and add something to somebody else, give somebody else a shot to do something. They need a spark. They need a spark. And I don't know if the return of Lamar would be enough of a spark. As big of a spark as that is, I don't know if that's enough of a spark. I think they need to be rejuvenated. I think they need a fresh voice. Um, and I just think that they need fresh eyes at what they're looking at out there on game day as far as what, this, what the play caller is seeing. It's obvious Greg Roman is seeing something totally different than what everybody else is seeing. Maybe give somebody else a shot and see if that can ignite your offense because you're hitting the final stretch and – the, Ray, the, the, the Ravens are not a team that is in a situation to where they could just be satisfied with making the playoffs. Right. They have higher expectations. That's why I think people go off the way that they go off. We see that they are a playoff caliber team, but that's not enough. That's not what they're playing for, especially coming off of last year where it was all redemption this and redemption that and the comeback year and we got to make up for this past year. And, you know, they're back They're back here now and fairly healthy and doing the same stuff that they did last year. They can't close out games. They can't score in the red zone. They can't beat teams that they probably should beat. It's, it's just going from bad to worse specifically on this offense. And I feel like they're in a situation right now to where they have to do something offensively before this defense starts to kind of cave in because they're carrying too much of the load. And it doesn't matter what the defense looks like. By the time you get to week 18 and you got to play a team in Cincinnati, um, you're going to have to score. And really, since that Cincinnati game, to me, starts the playoffs. I mean, really, we're in playoff mode now. We're in December. Yeah. You can't yep. afford to lose games in December and think that you're going to make the playoffs. Um, but assuming that they still find a way to backdoor their way in, that they, they can't afford to lose any more games from week 18 on. I mean, they have to put up points. And right now the offense that we're seeing on the field led by Greg Roman is not getting it done. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't understand what. why are you hell-bent on uh, – not acknowledging the issue. And listen, let me be clear, Cordell. I'm not sure that changing, uh, making changes as of right now is even the, the answer, right? Because, again, you're asking to replace Greg Roman with a guy in T. Martin who um, was his resume basically at the highest of his position. He was an offensive coordinator at USC. 
and essentially was fired from that job. So I don't know if, if T. Martin is an upgrade from Greg Roman. I have no idea. Um, so there was always that possibility. The problem is, is that I think that it's gotten so bad that you just have to try to find a spark somewhere. And I think that it has to start at the offensive coordinator position. Um, I just don't understand why, you know, you and look, I get it. You're not going to throw your man under the bus publicly. I completely understand that. Mm -hmm. But I, I can't even think that you're saying this to him privately. And yet he's still going out and doing the same things. Right. And then we know that John Harbaugh is not like he ain't a play caller. I don't expect him to get on. Right. I think somebody called um, the postgame show uh, on Sunday excuse me, Saturday, and said to me and Glenn, well, I don't understand. Like, John Harbaugh is the head coach. He can change the plays. Well, I, I, first and foremost, you only got a certain amount of seconds on the clock, okay? Then you already know that this is an offense that gets out of the huddle late. Then you're asking the head coach to renege or, or, or override, excuse me, what the offensive coordinator said, put in a new play and still think that they have time left on the clock to do that. That sounds crazy. You sound crazy, and this is why we're fans, and this is why we don't coach. Because th there's time. You have time on the clock, okay, before you get a penalty in which the Ravens already struggle with anyway, right? So I just don't understand what exactly, you know, can be done. But, but to act like that something is not wrong is so very weird oh. to me. And for you to be like, well, you know, we would really like to – you know, the passing game is an issue. You know, John, the passing game has always been an issue because you don't have guys on the outside. And then you then you do have a guy in Mark Andrews that you could temporary cha temporarily change that and put him on the outside because he is one of your best players. And y'all choose to not do that, too. So you don't want to run the ball. Then you want to tell us that, oh, the passing game with a backup quarterback and no number one receiver. Please leave us alone. We are not born last night, okay? Mm -hmm. The bigger problem is the fact that when you get into these games, you don't know how to play Cole, and that's where they are. If the Ravens would have ran the ball 35 times, Cordell, there's no doubt in my mind they probably would have won that football game. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel. That's how confident I feel as opposed to letting Tyler Huntley throw the ball 30 times. If you take away... 11 of those throws, 11. I bet you that at the very least they're, they, they went, they, they, they're a closer ball game than 13 and three. It's probably 10 and three and, I, and maybe in a position at the end of the game to figure out try to, how to win the football game. But instead, you didn't do that. So the fact that we're just going to sit here and act like, oh, the passing game is the issue when it's always been the issue, but there's a, a temporary solution to this is insanity to me. And you have to wonder how this affects the locker room mm -hmm. in terms of this. Because I, I can't I can't believe that that the players at this point are like, I'm gonna stick beside them. You know what I'm saying? I mean well we're, we're eleven snaps. Eleven yeah. snaps. Eleven snaps. Yes I'm <laughs> saying this three times for right. Gus Edwards in the Cleveland game. Eleven. Right. One one embarrassing. He had what twenty four or twenty seven? He had he had the same amount. Um, he he had the same amount as J.K. Dobbins. Gus, uh, speaking of Justice Hill, had the same amount of snaps as J.K. Dobbins, which is mind blown. But I, I do like like you said, 
I'm, I'm not surprised that he defended his boy Roman. I'm, I'm really not. I would expect Same. nothing else. Um, but this notion, like you can't sit there and act like we're not watching the same game. He sat there and asked me, you know, did I see all the football that was being, that's gone on this week? And I'm like, yeah. And I mean, including the Ravens, the Ravens were the only team to score in single digits this week. I, I believe, uh, I got yeah. I got to check it, but I'm pretty sure the Ravens were the only team to score in single digits this week. The offense was atrocious, uh, to say the least. I will say this, though, um, to kind of push back on what you were saying earlier. I do think Harbs has to do something as far as when he hears the play call. Like, I get that they're breaking a huddle late as is, and it's even more mind-blowing that Roman is taking up basically the entire play clock to pick a play and the play he calls is trash. I mean, just James Prochet only had three snaps and two of them were fourth down targets that turned out to be incomplete. And Harbs told us on Monday that those plays were intended for James Prochet. You, you use <laughs> two fourth down calls on a guy that's only gotten on the field three times. I, I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. I'm sorry. Crazy. And it's like, as Harbs, you're hearing these plays through your headset. I mean, call a timeout, jump in there and say no. Have a play on your if, – if I'm Harbs at this point, I can't trust Greg Roman to come out with a play call that I'm going to like in fourth down situations. So maybe you should have a play in mind once you get to that point to where if you don't like what you're hearing from Roman, you got to come in there and be like, nah. We, I'm, I'm, I'm using my veto. We're not doing that. Let's go with this instead. You know what I'm saying? You got to be quicker. You got to, because you, if you, you realize the child are breaking a huddle so late. Okay. You got to get ahead of that. You know, this, this didn't just start yesterday. You've been breaking a huddle late forever. Yep. So you got to prepare for that as the head coach. Your job is to prepare for every situation. Yep. And I, I feel like Harbs is too comfortable right now with, coming to the press conference the day after saying, well, we wish we had that one back. I mean, it's been about three weeks straight now that he said that. How about in the moment you don't let the play call go down and you jump in there and you give your own play call, you call a timeout or you do something other than what you're doing right now because it's not working. And to keep trying to convince everybody that this thing is going to turn around like when time. we're in December, it's almost Christmas. Christmas is this mm -hmm. week. Like, when yep. is it going to turn around? This yep. idea that the Ravens are going to make the playoffs, and then all of a sudden the offense is just going to wake up out of nowhere that is fool's gold. It's ridiculous, it's silly to even think that, uh, you know, it's it's not that you're not they're not capable of, of, of that they're capable of turning around with the guys that they have. And, you know, I, I am just very shocked that he is willing to go down with this situation. Again, I understand because it's late in the season. I, I get it. I, that part I do get. Um, and, I, and again, I know we talk about the Cam Cameron thing. I think that that's a completely different group of people. And they absolutely had a, 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 a possibility to run uh, in the Super Bowl. This team does not. Let's be real to ourselves.
they are not capable when you start playing the Buffalo Billses and the Kansas City Chiefs. And, you know, even though Miami is struggling right now, the Miami Dolphins, people that can put up points, Mm -hmm. this team is not going to be able to play with anybody in a shootout. And so that's the realistic part of it. So I just don't understand to just deal with what you have and utilize those things, particularly when you're playing against a team that struggles in that situation. It makes no sense. This is silly. And uh, listen, this if they lose out, Harbaugh needs to be on the hot seat too because he's allowed this to happen. He's allowed this to not change, to not do something to help his team find ways to win football games. And it's on his head as well. And that's a, some, that's a conversation that absolutely needs to happen in the offseason. I think that whatever happens, it doesn't matter. Greg Roman is gone. That being said, Harbaugh needs to be also accountable if he allows this to this this meltdown to happen again, whether Lamar plays or not, because you really didn't have to lose the game that you lost in Cleveland the way that you did. Yeah, I, I totally agree. 